This is Cat's podcast, episode number 41. Welcome back, my friends, my English-speaking friends. This is the first English podcast in a really long while. I recorded on this topic last week with a friend of mine, but now I'm bringing it to you in English so you can listen in as well. And we're chatting about how we can create balance and well-being in this season of autumn and also in these really stormy times. If you're looking at world politics on a global scale, it's a very stormy time and it, on an energetical level, it ties in with this autumn energy. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, that's an episode you might want to listen to, especially if you are feeling more in your head lately, way more in your head than in your body, or maybe you're feeling more scattered, you're less able to focus, maybe you are waking up at night, which you normally don't do, You didn't wake up at night in summer, but now since a few weeks, couple of weeks, maybe you do. And then you're having trouble falling asleep again. It's also for you when you're feeling colder in your body, which is a typical sign now that autumn is fully here. Um, and maybe you are also feeling more nervous or anxious. So if you're experiencing any of these symptoms or any of these things that I just listed, then stay with me, listen in, um, and let's dive right in. So what I'll do is help you understand the time of autumn from an Ayurvedic perspective. And you don't have to be an Ayurveda expert. Ayurveda is the science of life. And it's thousands of years old and it really helps us understand what's going on around us and what's going on within us. I'm honestly fascinated by the signs because it's such a holistic system. And once you grasp the essence, it's, it's really so fascinating to understand things. And looking at the seasons, what Ayurveda says is that the seasons really affect us. I mean, how could they not affect us? Because we're living in them, right? They are surrounding us with their energy. And every season comes with a distinct energy. So take summer. Summer comes with a lot of heat. Um, It's, in a way, it's sharp and penetrating. And then, once we move into autumn, this energy shifts. I mean, you can feel it in your body first. You're feeling a little bit colder. You are um, maybe putting a beanie on when you're going outside. For sure, a jacket or a jumper. You're changing your clothing. Um, what also comes with autumn is more wind or oftentimes more wind, and that makes it way more mobile in its energy compared to summer, for example. What also comes with it is that 
it has this drier and lighter quality to it. And we'll dive into that a little bit further. But just looking at these qualities of autumn, it's colder, it's dry in a way, it's very mobile. There's lots of movement because of the wind. It's lighter and all in all, it feels rougher. So what we're seeing coming from summer that it's, it's very wise to adapt our food, our clothes, our daily routines. And on this clothing level, it's very obvious. As I already said, you're putting on a jacket or a jumper, um, maybe a beanie, you want to feel warm. And we're very wise to do the same in regards to our food and our lifestyle in general. Because what happens is autumn with this colder, drier, more mobile and lighter energy is affecting our body and mind. As within, uh, as without, so within. And that's a key fact. Um, and when you have that in mind, it's, it's really the first step to, to adjust everything else and the first step to feel more in balance again and um, feel more, more good again, really. So what can we do? Clothing, I mean, you probably have that covered. <laughs> you're, in compared to summer, you're wearing just warmer clothes, so you're feeling warm. That's good, that's the first step. But then, what can we do? Let's start with food, because food is such a crucial player on a physical level. And it's really the lowest hanging fruit in a way. Adjust what you eat and you'll instantly, instantly feel better. So, again, looking at this or coming from this Ayurvedic perspective, which says that the seasons are affecting us and that every season has certain qualities coming with it, we want to, let's say that way, if there's a lot of movement going on outside, if there's a lot of or a, a colder temperature going on, if there's a lot of lightness going on, a lot of wind and air, we want to balance that out with the opposite qualities. Because according to Ayurveda, like attracts like and opposites balance. And that's really a key principle, so I'm going to repeat it. Like attracts like and opposites balance. Maybe you, you already know that from other areas in your life. Let's take, for example, a yoga practice. Maybe you are going to a yoga studio and you're practicing um, a very dynamic or a very flowy way of yoga. And it feels good because in your life or good chances are that in your life there's a lot of dynamic going on. Maybe you are having a busy work life, a busy family life, you're running here and there. 
And then it's very likely that you feel attracted to this form of yoga, to a very dynamic, flowy, maybe um, form of yoga, maybe some power yoga, because that's what you know. And that creates the illusion that this is what we need, but it's not what we need. It's this principle of like attracts like. So what happens now in autumn is that certain qualities that we might already have within us or that we might be living might be reinforced. So sticking with this example of dynamic forms of yoga, maybe you have this dynamic lifestyle, you're not resting a lot, you don't, you, you can't allow yourself, I'm putting that in um, paraphrasing this, <laughs> you can't allow yourself to rest, you're not pausing very often, you're attracted to this dynamic form of yoga and what happens now in autumn is that this dynamic is reinforced by the external circumstances. So there is a lot of mobility, there is a lot of movement going on with the season and that reinforces that dynamic of movement that is already there. And that means that we are going further into the imbalance, that we are reinforcing the imbalance instead of balancing it out and coming into a more, um, into a state of more balance and well-being. Okay, I hope that was clear or yeah, helps you to understand this principle of like attracts like. So... Now, going back to food, because food is, what we eat is the lowest hanging fruit. So what we want to do in autumn is balance this coldness, this dryness, this lightness out with our food. So there are two rules of thumb. Instead of eating cold stuff, eat warm stuff. Instead of eating dry stuff, eat moist stuff. So in summer, it was maybe very good for you to eat salad, raw fruit, um, cold dishes, cold meals. But now in autumn, we have this other energy around. So we want to create the opposite dynamic. We want to establish a positive counter dynamic. And we're doing that with switching from cold food to warm food and from dry food to moist food. So instead of eating fruit raw, steam them. That can start with your breakfast. I know it's very tempting to just grab a banana or an apple and eat it or chop it up into your muesli, put some cold milk on top and that's it. But again, it's, it's reinforcing that autumn energy, this cold, dry, mobile energy that we don't want to enforce, but we want to create the opposite. So instead of eating your apple raw, steam it. You can steam it in a little bit of butter if you're familiar with ghee, clarified butter. You can also use ghee. Steam it in there, it only takes a couple of minutes. If you like, put some warming spices in there as well, 
like cinnamon or cardamom. It tastes really yummy. It might be, you know, a change of routine, but try it out. And it really, from my own experience, I can say it really makes you instantly feel, feel warmer. Because when I eat now in these in this season, if I eat a cold muesli, maybe raw fruit, some yogurt on top, it makes me cold. I can feel it in my hands first and then in my whole body. And it really takes only a couple of minutes to feel that way. And also the other way around, when I do steam the fruit in the morning or make myself a porridge. So cooking yourself a porridge is also a great idea. Or you tend to love savory breakfasts, that's good as well. Then steam some veggies and maybe have some rice with it. Whatever it is, keep this principle, this rule of thumb of warm food in mind. Same applies for lunch or dinner. Don't eat raw salad, but turn ideally to root vegetables, something that is in season and steam it or put it in the oven and roast it. And yeah, just have this experience of warm, home-cooked and really nourishing food. You can also um, cook some dal, so some lentil, I call it lentil mush, <laughs> so everyone can understand. Use red lentils or this um, mung dal, yellow split peas, which goes very well, which, which goes very well for this season. And or cook, you know, cook a soup, cook a carrot soup, a potato soup, something something warming and moist. And moist is the second rule of thumb. Make sure that your food is moist in autumn. So skip all the dry crackers, all too much bread, don't do it. Eat moist things, all right? If you need more tips, then please feel free to reach out. And another thing I wanted to touch on, because I know there are lots of coffee lovers out there. I'm also having a second coffee, but it's a decaf. I'm having it here right now. Mm. If you're a coffee lover, maybe you've experienced this lightheadedness or certain shakiness, especially when you're drinking coffee or too much coffee in autumn. And that's again because coffee and um, it has also this quality of air in it and that gets reinforced by the quality of lightness and mobileness of the season. So again, it can be too much for your system and you actually don't feel well drinking coffee. So if you don't feel well, skip it all together. What I would recommend for sure is drinking less coffee. And if you drink it, make sure that you put lots of good fats in it. That will also help you to avoid that coffee crash or this hard hitting impact of the caffeine. I take usually lots of cream in my coffee 
But what you could also do, and um, if you've never tried it, I, I definitely recommend you to try it out, is put butter and coconut milk, maybe even a little bit of coconut oil into your coffee. That really helps buffer this caffeine effect and it also helps to um, give you that energy on a, on a more constant and longer lasting level. Because what you might have experienced if you're familiar to coffee drinking is that you get this energy spike and then there's this energy drop again a couple of hours later. But with lots of good, good fats in there, it helps you to release that energy more constantly throughout the day. So you might even just need one coffee and then also make it maybe a little ritual, you know, preparing it, drinking it, take your time with it. I grind my coffee beans myself by hand. So this itself is, is such a nice little ritual. And then I just love to sit there in the morning with my coffee journal or contemplate. And this is really my me time. Um, and yeah, this is what, what, what fills my cup in the morning, to be honest. So if you're a coffee drinker, let me know what you think. If you've never tried your coffee with coconut milk and butter, then let me know if you did, <laughs> how you liked it. And I'll also link to a blog post on my, on my blog, on my website, where I, it's actually two blog posts, where I give little tips or inspirations to supercharge your coffee with medicinal mushrooms or adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha, astragalus, and reishi. All right, so that was the food part. Then, what else can you do to create more balance and well-being in autumn? I know that a lot of you are busy. I mean, who is not? And this busyness and this multitasking is still worn, I feel, in so many cases as this badge of honor. And there was a time in my life where I thought multitasking was really cool too. But multitasking is an illusion. It's not really working. Um, maybe you've experienced it yourself. You can't write an email and at the same time make a phone call and be fully present in both. You're missing something, even if it's just a second or a word. Or So if you're an eager multitasker, Take this season or take this podcast as an invitation to step back on the multitasking. Stop it. Because coming back to our autumn energy, what multitasking does is it reinforces the quality of movement. Because you're jumping from one task to another, jumping here and there with your mind. And this is a lot of movement. And as we said, we already have this movement going on in the external environment. Now we're bringing in this internal, this mental movement. And this is a dynamic that's reinforcing itself. And what also happens is 
dispersing your energy. So your energy is going out into all directions. And, and that's also something we want to, um, to counteract. We actually want to contain our energy. So try and focus on one thing and then see how you feel and see how much you can actually get accomplished in a day when you focus on one thing, when you contain your energy. And another little tip that works really well for me, which is actually quite simple, but I would love to hear if you've had or if you've made similar experiences or if this is something completely new to you and you're like, wow, this is so simple, but it helps, is closing the doors to the room you're in. I don't like open doors, even in summer. I just can't do it. But what it does for me, it really contains the energy. I can focus better and I feel better just by closing the doors in the room I'm in. And again, if you look at it from this Ayurvedic perspective, if you look at this autumn energy, which is also called Vata energy, I think I haven't mentioned this Ayurvedic term yet, but when you look at this autumn energy or Vata energy, it's an energy that's comprised of the elements of air and ether. And its nature is to strive outwards, to disperse in all directions. So it's really crucial to create containers in our life. And one thing is that you can really easily do that in your physical location by closing the room doors. And then on a more mental or um, organizational level, what you can do is... Or what's really helpful, let's say that way, is creating a daily routine, creating this daily schedule. And so having fixed times for your yoga practice, maybe in the morning or your breathing, your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. So having fixed times for the things you do on a daily basis. And what this does is, again, creating a container because this vata energy, this autumn energy, loves to be here and there. And what we're doing with creating this daily schedule or daily routine is we're drawing it back in, we're creating this container and that really helps us be in our power and do the things we want to do because we're not giving away our energy to, to anything that comes our way or to being so spontaneous, which is not always a great thing. Of course, spontaneity, spontaneity can be good, but if we're having too much of this vata energy, we really want to keep it in and, and focus it on things so we get the things done that we want to get done and that we feel well in our bodies and minds. Um, of course, there are lots and lots of other tips and we can always, in a one-on-one -on -one or in a mentoring session, dive deeper in and I can help you definitely 
create a daily schedule. So if you're interested in that, then just send me a message and we'll work something out. And one last point I wanted to touch on is breath work and meditation. And the same principles that apply to the food, to uh, your daily schedule, to your lifestyle in general, apply to breath work and meditation. So especially now when you're feeling a little ungrounded or more nervous or anxious or more scattered in your head, then don't do breath work that's reinforcing that dynamic. Don't do stimulating breath work. Don't do this, I don't know how they call it, trans breathing, whatever. Stick to the system. So if you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling scattered, if you can't focus, if you're feeling ungrounded or less in your body than usual, then turn to some breath work that helps you get into this other energy, this energy of embodiment and groundedness. And same with meditation. Choose, ideally choose a meditation that helps you come back to your body, as my teacher said, that helps you come back to home base. And don't do a meditation that takes you up and out into the space because you're already up and out in the space with your head. So again, do the opposite and create balance by doing so. If you want to try something out, I invite you to close your eyes. It doesn't have to be now, but you can come back to it. Close your eyes, put one hand onto your belly, one hand onto your chest. Sit up straight and then just get an awareness of your breath first. So your hands help you as indicators here, help you note where your breath is flowing into, if it's flowing into your chest or more towards your belly. And if it's flowing into your chest, if you don't feel the hand on your belly moving at all, then try and guide your breath into your belly. So consciously initiate this breathing in and out of your belly here. And that itself has a calming and grounding effect. And you can totally stay with that. Just breathe here consciously for a minute and see how you feel. Um, and then you can also bring in a ratio. So you could, for example, count in four and count out for four. And that compare or paired with belly breathing will help you ground and balance things out. And again, if you 
need some more help or if you like a more tailored breathing breathwork practice something that you can do daily and I find breathwork always so so powerful because our breath is there it's 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 tangible for us and it's really one of the fastest ways to change the state of our nervous system you know going from nervousness into calm going from overstimulation to balance and to feeling ourselves again so if you need help with that reach out to me um, and the same with meditation just briefly i'm also offering a mentoring package it's 21 days and it will really help you ground and stabilize and empower yourself again it's specifically targeted to creating this grounding energy the stabilizing energy so it can be super helpful now in a time like autumn and with everything that's going on in the world if you're interested in that i'll post the link to my website down there and then you find it um, and that's pretty much all for today so i hope you liked it i really hope that there were some helpful nuggets in there give me feedback i'm always very very happy to hear from you because um yeah it's just nice to get some feedback when you're doing this this stuff and also if there are topics or things that you're especially interested in that you would like to talk would you like me to talk about then let me know write me an email comment on instagram write me a message on instagram and i'll try and make it happen also, if you're not subscribed to my podcast, please do so. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'm very thankful for a five-star review and maybe also a little written review if you feel inspired. All right. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.